following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness, the podcast that rides aggressively down the cycle path of Hallmark movies. I'm Joe, and with me as always, she runs a door-to-door business where she sells doors door-to-door from her house. It's Barney. I work with Dr. Derek Doors. The door doctor. <laughs> and the woman who is a medical miracle born two days before her own mother, it's Katie. <laughs> yep, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Katie's new obsession is just laughing at how old these women are in Hallmark. <laughs> uh, if you would like to keep up to date with all the Hallmark of Greatness gossip, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Great, all one word, or we are on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. If you have a autumn Hallmark or maybe TV film you want us to review, send us an email at hallmarkgreatness at gmail.com. Wow, everyone. I'm fed up of being hot now. That's why I wanted to watch an autumn film. I feel a bit cooler. <laughs> well, this one is very autumny. There's lots of oranges and browns, and, and everyone seems to live in like Stars Hollow from yeah. the Gilmore Girls, which sounds great until you want to do something after like six o'clock at night and everything's shut and it's just, oh, great, another fucking hay ride. Mm. <laughs> or in this case, pumpkin jamboree ride or whatever. Yeah. I sat on hay bales this weekend and they weren't comfortable at all. I don't no, know they really And they get in your drink as well. They did. They um, just filled up my cup with my cider with hay. That's not ideal. I'm allergic as well, so sitting on it, you just stare with a scratchy ass then for the rest of the night. <laughs> just to put um, seating out, isn't it? Isn't there a thing where they're using them as toilets on like festivals, like for men? Oh, hay? Yeah, they put like a couple of hay bales and you all just wee into them and then they take them away and use them for fertiliser or something because wee's a good. Ew! I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's no worse than the, one, the other ones I've been to at festivals where it's four urinals like in a crossroads. So you've got to make eye contact with a guy slashing opposite you. That no. was uncomfortable, especially when he tries to start up a conversation. I was like, this is this. No, no. I'm just going to hold it in all weekend. <laughs> yeah. So if I bladder explodes, do it in the tent. Yeah. Festivals are all about, isn't it? Shitting shit intense. <laughs> um, speaking of shitting intense, which we're not, um, this week's film. Chosen by Bernadette, because I'm gonna twist that knife. My name to it. Twist that knife. Uh, 2020's Sweet Autumn, starring Nikki Deloach and Andrew W. K. D. No, Andrew <laughs> W. Walker. Sadly, would have been better if Andrew W. K. D. Was in it. He'd have partied hard. Uh, Barney, your synopsis for Sweet Autumn. Autumn Smith is a kind and caring woman who helps everybody in their hour of need. Whilst trying to organise a bake sale for the church roof, she trips over Chip Rascal's dog and breaks her leg. (laughs) Chip, guilty as hell, tries to bake enough cakes to sell, but it's calamity in the kitchen. He seeks advice from his ethnic best friend, and they get the whole small town to rally round Sweet Autumn to make it the best bake sale ever. Said it before, said it again. These are supposed to be funny. It actually sounds like a film that (laughs) I I have seen, I think, yeah. Um, The actual synopsis for this film. Aunt Dee splits her candy shop between her niece, Maggie, and Maple Farmer, which is a job. Dex, short for Dextrose. Following letter... <laughs> what? Following letters D left, the two uncover the reasons for her decision during the Sweet Autumn Festival. Even from beyond the grave, she's meddling. It's very PS, I love you, but shit. 
Yeah, like, Very fuck true. off, I love you. <laughs> PTO. Zero efforts. <laughs> Interfering old yes, I woman. You. I said even the even the, the, the father video that she done. Like when, when she, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stop doing bits in, in your fucking funeral video. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, as we always do with these films, we start off at Autumn Tree and pan down into... Before we start, do American Snow Autumn? They call it I Fall. They call it Fall, yeah. yeah. The film's called Sweet Autumn. That's Is it called what I Sweet well. Fall in America? <laughs> Sweet um, Fall! <laughs> I don't think it was. I think it was just... I think just because Sweet Fall doesn't sound as It sounds good. like Aunt Dee's fallen over. <laughs> <laughs> and she can't get up. <laughs> full of sweets, ah. no, no, it was just called. It was called Sweet Autumn. Yeah, I mean, they know what autumn is. They just choose not yeah. to use it. They just call it fall, like trunk and sidewalk. Leaf fall down. Leaf fall down. <laughs> Someone said to me the other day, it's like British people call it lifts because it lifts us. Well, what do you think elevator means? Just means it elevates. It's, it's the same thing. You don't you know? There's a Michael McIntyre joke about American English, isn't there? Where he says it like adds more specifics onto the language. So it's like horse riding versus horseback riding. They needed to know where on the horse you were. <laughs> <laughs> Be dragged behind it. Yeah, on the tail. Like, oh Jump rope instead of skipping rope because they need to know what to do with it. Jump well, you over skip it. over it though. No. Well, no, you jump. No, don't you, you jump. Yeah, well, you yeah. can do that weird plop, plop, skip. Okay, plop, plop. You plop, know, plop. You one foot at a time. Not pull over instead of a jump over because you have to pull it over your head. All right, we're gonna get we're gonna get sued at this rate <laughs> by who? America? <laughs> by Michael McIntyre for stealing his material that I'm fairly sure he stole from someone else. Uh, it does go by other names, which I haven't translated. But in France, it was Le Socier au Croqueur, which I assume is something to do with pancakes. <laughs> the Association of Pancakes. Um, but yes, we start in this as, as, as we always do with the tree, um, a lovely autumn tree, and pan down to some of the worst acting I've ever seen. <laughs> Child actors, I hate them. Aunt Dee, mate. Like, you've you've lived to be a thousand years old, Henriette Evans. Get good at acting. Um, it's the first Sweet Autumn Festival because Aunt Dee runs a candy store. Yeah, it took a- me... Sorry. It took me ages to realise they were saying Aunt D and not just Auntie. And I thought that wasn't a very white people thing to say, you know, like... Well, I've been watching a lot of, like, Indian wedding things. (laughs) Auntie, and I thought that's what they were saying. Yeah, I thought it was, like, an Indian thing to call everyone Auntie. (sighs) Auntie. Don't get me me started on Indian aunties after fucking the other weekend at that wedding. (laughs) Are you watching Indian matchmakers? Sorry. No, no. I watched about four episodes of the first season and it just made me want to kill people. I watched yeah. it, and now I've opened Indian Netflix, so I've got everything now. Mm. you got all the soap operas on it? Not yet. I'm aiming oh. for that. No, don't. I mean, if you want, yeah. you can just go up, up to the foreign channels, up to, like, stars and, and stuff, because they're on there constantly. Nothing happens in them. There's just lots of reaction shots. You see how little we care about this film? We're now trying to talk about <laughs> something else. <laughs> yeah. We've got to plow through it, though. We can talk about Indian Love Island or whatever it is. Indian... Indian peninsula of cuddling so aunt d presents him with a music box yeah it's a most treasured thing in the world and inside it it's got a poem and the mute it kind of like did you think the words went with the music or is that me 
It's like no. Oh, are you trying to sing along to it? I was trying to sing along. He's I can't remember the lyrics now, but uh, it was like he's an owl. <laughs> You're an owl. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I thought the music went with the poem, but apparently not. I don't think. No, so. no, I don't think it was that complex. But yeah, the setting up this this first thing. She's doing it in her front garden because. You have to do a trial run sometimes, apparently, and this is supposed to be deep. You have and to start small to go big. Yeah, uh, and the kids are like, "Great!" and uh, they're eating a load of sweets uh, with these wrappers that have like, uh, like fortune cookie style wrappers. Like, they have <laughs> yes. like incredibly poignant and magic eight ball style <laughs> like phrases well, on the, the inside. The first of them. one says, "Don't just test the waters, make waves." I know this is when she's an adult and she like is about to go into a meeting and she reads that and then she like nods really meaningful like I will make waves I will I've, I've got to where I am in life by following this mystical <laughs> chocolate fairy yeah just always knows when to say when to say it yeah and then we cut to in the future it's it's uh, 30 years later in apparently Minnesota that looks an awful lot like <laughs> Manitoba but whatever um and she's in this she's she's sitting there she is now an investment banker yeah, I don't understand what that job is, really. I think it's just like being one of them pricks off The Apprentice. Because they just do branding. Other people's companies and shit. That's... I think they get investment for people's ideas. So it's sort of like Dragon's Den. But they like... have to go out and speak to the dragons sort of thing to get the Yeah, so they're the middleman between the creative and the money, I think. Right. And then they skim off loads because, you know, That's people in suits, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, she's supposed to be meeting with, oh, is he called Ron? Jonathan. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, who apparently is her ex. I'm, I'm sorry, but there's some nonsense going on there whenever that relationship was happening. Because he's about 70, isn't he, if he's a day. <laughs> yeah. um, and he, he arrives late. She's sitting there. She gets this this inspirational chocolate. And it's like, also, don't test the waters, make waves. That's not good. You don't, If you don't know how deep something is, don't just jump in. There could be sharks or one of them spinny turbines. You don't want to get... No, no. Rip no. tides. Yeah. Anything. He arrives. Then this lady arrives who is Ella. from... From Ella's Scott. Pumpkin Patch. Ella's Pumpkin Patch who makes pumpkin pies and that's it. Nothing else. <laughs> pumpkin spice things. Nope. Just pumpkin nope. pies. Just that's all she that. makes. Right, but they yeah. wanted her to create other pumpkin spice And things. they're like, we've put three months work into this. I'm assuming you're getting paid. It's not pro bono. Um... <laughs> And she and they were like, we want you to do pumpkin spice drinks, hats, you know, candles. You could have done what B and M and got ideas yeah. from there. I didn't take free rubber months. johnnies, you know. <laughs> st- <laughs> and and she's like, no, this isn't what I wanted. And I'm like, what did you want, Ella? Ella, a a, what did you want? Speaking to investment bankers, what do you expect? Yeah, I mean, they're not going to be like, okay, just have some money to just make more pies. She said, my family started this over, what was it, 1920-something, and we've just made pumpkin pies since then, and that's enough. And I don't know why I've done this. And I'm like, oh, this is a waste of everyone's time then. Thanks, Ella. Yeah, you prick. She, they, they, she's like, well, uh, um, Maggie, who is now, sorry, the main focus of this, Maggie Fringe, um, <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. We've put three months work in this. I'll, I'll get her to turn it around. I'll have a word with her, and we'll, you know, we'll be able to go national and sell other products and all this shite, which I guess is what you want. I don't know. But she's got to go home because Aunt Dee's dead. But yeah, before that, Aunt Dee, Auntie has died. Mm-hmm. Auntie Aunt, Dee, we'll call Auntie her. Auntie Dee, and 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 Auntie Dee, Auntie Dee, has done a, has has done a die, and she has to go back for the will reading. 
even though exactly it's... six months later. Yeah, which is... happens to be the beginning of the festival that she created. So well, she yeah. had to. She had to time her death as well, so she can't yeah. kill herself. Do you reckon? Stick them letters all over the shop. She was like, I can't think houses. of any more. I can't think of any more inspirational quotes to put inside my candy. <laughs> she's <laughs> just writing. The end. She's just writing mad shit in there now. <laughs> <laughs> like sausages for breakfast? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point to life anymore. <laughs> in the last time, last couple of boxes she sent out, it was her suicide note. If you piece them together, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Fell into a vat of molten um, maple, maple syrup. syrup. <laughs> yeah, exactly six months. She goes back, uh, meets her sister, who has lived in this, stayed in this town, runs an antique shop with her husband, who is black. Yeah, so Which that's is one unusual. Yeah, in this, in these films, yeah. And he's actually quite like, well, tries to be funny. Uh, he can act. That's the thing, isn't it? He gets a little, he gets his little bits in. Um, and she's like, they were in an antique shop together. She's like, oh, you're here for the thing, the will reading. Oh, and then you'll be going, I guess. And she's like, yeah, I've got stuff to do. I don't want to stay in this backwards hellhole any longer than I absolutely have to. Yeah. She's walking down the street. Um, she's on her phone to, I'm assuming, Jonathan. And then she, like, some guy's revving his, his motorbike engine. Uh, we've met this guy previously as he drives away from a farm uh, where he lives with his dad and his dad's obsessed with dominoes. Just wants to play dominoes con- every day, <laughs> like, just constantly. Uh, and he's revving his engine trying to figure out what's wrong with his thing. And she's like, oh, excuse me a second. There's a very rude man here. And I'm like, and it's a street. You don't own the street. And it wasn't even that loud. Because you know why? Because it was ADR'd on over the top, that <laughs> engine revving. Um, as were all the, the weird children noises in this were all ADR'd on. Because <laughs> one of them was the noise from the start of Teletubbies, I'm sure. <laughs> the little baby laughing, I'm sure it was. And she's like, oh, maybe it's your spark plug. And he's like, no, it's this. And they're like, oh, we hate each other now because I'm a strong, independent character and so's he. We can't both be strong because one of us has to submit to the other, I guess. She goes to this goddamn um, will reading and... Just full of gags and japes. It's just full of bits. There's loads of people there and yet only three three people get anything. Four, because Dex's dad gets the motorbike. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So the antique shop is paid off. The dad, Dex's dad, that's what I'd say, gets a motorbike. Domino. Derek Dex... Domino. <laughs> yeah. Dom. He gets um, her motorbike and they, um, Maggie and Dex, get the candy shop split between them. 50-50. And they've 50/50. never met each other. So this no. Is, apart um, from when she called him a rude, arrogant prick or whatever. He did but also she hates him because he didn't go to the funeral. That's he didn't right. go to Andy's funeral. Andy's yeah. late and she... It- She's always very punctual. Do we know Dex's relationship to Andy? I couldn't... Did I miss it? They moved... Ron and Dex moved to town like two years ago from somewhere in the Midwest. It was all explained. I remember this. Because <laughs> I was like, huh? Uh, and they just became friends. They bought the maple syrup ranch. Question mark. Is that what it's called? The farm? <laughs> they keep going on about farm. Is it a maple Trees, syrup Trees, grove. Uh, and yeah, they became friends. Uh, which doesn't hurt in a town if you make sugar to sell it to someone who uses sugar, I guess. Yeah. Then you get the power. 
but then you get only, the women. If they only moved there two years ago and she died six months ago, they'll have only known each other a year and a half and she's giving half a shop away. Well, this is the point. She was like, you didn't really know her. Um, and, you know, she was my auntie. And he's like, yeah, but in that time I knew her, we became close friends and she became like a mother to me. And she's like, hmm. Don't yeah. know about that. And then she, they were raised as Auntie's da- daughters. So I was like, so they're After their basically brother and sister. Died in a car crash. I think they said in a big wreck. Oh. <gasps> Could have been a shipwreck. Shipwreck. That Could have been. Good. I was just thinking it was a Hovercraft catastrophe. <laughs> they tried Maybe to they make were... waves and they jumped. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were on Titanic too. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I imagine reading that word as rapper though about making waves and you just break down in tears because that's how your parents died. <laughs> Also, if she's paid off the antique shop, but they've been paying their mortgage for the past two years, where's that money gone? Ah, it's free. Uh, I don't know. But yeah. But all the way through this, Aunt D is doing bits all the way through it. So like, she says, Ron, you get my motorbike. And he goes, thanks, D. And she goes, don't talk back. This is a tape. And I'm like, this is very well timed for someone. like." And he's like, oh, D. Yeah. Silly but there's a load of other people sat there waiting, yeah. waiting for summer, and no, nothing. <laughs> waiting for a thimble collection that never came. And, and but they also make a house as well. And, she, and it's, isn't her house attached to the shop? Oh, is it? I think. I don't know. Well, question because Maggie. <laughs> Tell me what you think about this. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie stays there, doesn't she? And then that morning. No, they break in. They break in and make breakfast, eat a mouthful, and go. So, whose house is she in there then? That that... must be. That must be Andy's. Right. Okay. So that's attached to the. (gasps) We get a new section there as well when they break in the house. But before we get to that new section, (laughs) they also make a point of saying that Andy was fastidious and had copies of everything. Yes. Because that comes into play later on for something that could very easily have been solved (laughs) with, um, like, just a pen knife. I think. Yeah, they're looking great. they're looking around and then she's got like 20 pairs of glasses because she's always got a spare in every room and things like that so yeah put on a little chain around your neck andy that'd save you time wouldn't it yeah yeah but yeah Uh, the next morning they break in and we get for the first time ever in a hallmark film not just a big salad but a big fruit salad (laughs) 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 but she's taking it out with salad tongs and it's like one bit of melon lovely it's really awkward with it as well like like... use a fucking spoon you're gonna want some juice anyway aren't you well there must have been like this will be a salad and then they put fruit in it she's like well i can't can't do it these are not what these are intended for yeah she she tries to hit them with a broom in a in a funny bit i guess and they're like no you have to you have to go and see six to make your breakfast (laughs) all this fruit and a big fork she decides to go to the sweet shop aunt d's shop it's not really got a name has it's just called aunt d's yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just realized they could if if they released a line of peanut brittle or something they could call it d's nuts Nice. Thanks. I've just thought of that now. Um, and yeah, she goes in and we meet oh, Eddie, is he called? Zach. So, oh, I'm terrible with it. <laughs> um, who is the another black person in this town. So what? way to go, Stars Hollow. Um, and he's like the comedy one. Uh, yes. Him and Dex are doing stuff, taking out samples to this festival that's starting. And she wants uh, to get all involved, doesn't she? And starts handing them out. But... She basically wants Dex to love her. It's like she forces himself herself well, on him. I, I think this is her plan because doesn't she send a text to her ex? Text to her ex, um, saying something like, "I'm going to work on him" because he's against the 
expansion yes well say local and so she says i'm gonna work on the maple guy and so then she becomes obnoxious to him oh mate so obnoxious yeah that's the thing he wants to keep it local and and use local products and stuff and she's like but we can we can franchise this we can sell it around the world you know we'll be next time this this time next year we'll be millionaires and he's like well that's not what andy wanted and then she's like well you don't know what andy wanted and that's the whole dynamic of this he's fighting over a dead woman's memory I guess. Who did leave it quite cryptic? She said that I want to see how it grows in a. Yeah, how, well, we all know what Andy wanted because she's fucking lake housed this shit, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, they both find it in boxes of. So, see, because they said, oh, here's the shop and some boxes of stuff as well, because they both get boxes from the estate containing uh, envelopes with yeah. only open on the dates in question. Which, yes. <laughs> like the world's worst advent calendar. I know, in the first letter as well, so they all say day, they say for the festival at the beginning, and then they say the day, and then the first letter she opens, it goes, open them on the corresponding day. <laughs> You're like, thanks, dear. Lucky she got that one right, <laughs> isn't it? And it start at the end and work backwards. <laughs> I, see, I've got no patience, so I'd have opened them all up and gone, I'm not ended up with that prick. No, I'm going, oh, <laughs> I'll sell it. So yeah, the first one is, oh, go to the shop and get to know each other sort of stuff. And you're like, uh. So they go out, they're handing out full-size bottles of maple syrup to people. Yeah, which is odd. Without his name on it, which is a bit... Considering he doesn't want to sell it, no, but he'll happily give it away for free. It's about the community, isn't it? And I know, but if, if, if I'm handed something with no label on, I'm a bit suspicious. <laughs> yeah, it's like that pink sauce that was doing the rounds on the internet a while back, yeah. <laughs> Um, but also, how is he making money to maintain the trees? Do you not need to put like tree juice on them and make them grow? And stuff? I don't know. Like... It's all the hay from the festival that the men have been pissing on. This ah, the circle of life. Down. Yeah. Ah, piss syrup. <laughs> I've written in my notes. He wants to keep it local, and she wants to take it nationwide, like a clam might. <laughs> What means? I don't know it. Only you, only you know what that means. Like a clam. The nationwide clam, of course. Well, that's. I think I was nope. bored. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all the way through this, I was, I was doodling. Um, and they're like, "Oh, this is this is great," and then uh, they go fishing. No, the second letter tells them that they need some inspiration, so they go to Inspiration Cafe and they accidentally bump into each That's other. That's right. Oh, that was it, yeah. Cause... But I went, this is the darkest cafe in the world, and I hadn't realised my Kindle screen had turned it, <laughs> turned the brightness really down at that point. I know that's going in it. Just for ugly people, that cafe. <laughs> yeah, they sit there yeah. and they're like, oh, why not? Yeah, why don't we he make new flavours? And she wants to, she just forces him to have some sort of cocktail. Well, oh, that sounded it awful. It did. It was, it was, it was, was it triple sec or Grand Marnier with maple syrup? So it's like orange mm. and then more sweet stuff on. No, no. But if Dex has lived there for that long, the waitress would know who he is and she would just like, oh, sorry, sir. And I was like, no, you'd just call him Dex, wouldn't you? No, it was formal at Inspiration Cafe. <laughs> Inspiration Cafe in the, the most... pitch black. Yeah. It's one of those sensory things where like, that you have to eat food in the blindness so that you, your taste is heightened. No, right, now the, now they I go don't fishing. like that because that would be awful. Wouldn't they could put anything on that plate and you wouldn't know. Right put unlabeled maple syrup on yeah. your suit. Oh. So how is, one person in that town gets sick from tainted maple syrup, right? It's all coming back to him. But how often do you eat maple syrup? Like Americans eat a lot, don't they? They eat, like maple syrup with bacon and. It's worth five hundred million dollars a year. It's a market. Do you not know that? 
I'm pretty sure she tells us that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just like a clam would. <laughs> <laughs> the maple syrup clam. <laughs> yeah, and then they go fishing, and then this this bit was genuinely quite good because they, I thought it was quite good. Like it was because they sort of open up. Um, Zach explains about was it Heather? Yeah. Who I thought was Dex's dead wife or something. I thought that's a bit dark, isn't it? But the way that he was like, oh, I didn't say anything. And I was like, mm, okay. So they go fishing. They stood next to each other while fishing, which I don't think you meant to do because then your lines <laughs> are going to get all tangled up, but whatever. Yeah, I but thought that was going to be the joke at the end, to be honest. And well, it they, could have been because they both caught a fish, so it could have been. The same t- yeah, that's what I thought they were yeah. going to reel in each other's lines. And then I'd be like, <laughs> but no, uh, it just cuts away. So they get a big boot and a... Well, yeah, he explains that uh, he was in love with Heather. They went out for like a year, but then he realised when D died, D Day died <laughs> <laughs> on D's death day, that um, <laughs> life is short and it's only worth spending with people you truly care about. Mm-hmm. And he said that to Heather, and Heather was like, "No, no, I'm only here for your sweet, sweet maple syrup because <laughs> she's what's known in the business as a syrup whore." <laughs> So she left and he was like, I'm still not okay with that. That's why I didn't go to the funeral because it reminded me too much of, of that. And she's like, oh, so you're not a prick. And he's like, nah, I still am. <laughs> and then like she explains that you, all this. And it, it, it was like a nice bit of heart to heart that had some nice backgrounds. It was near a lake. It was very pretty. I think at this point they were both trying to get to know each other but with bad intentions i think they were both trying to like she literally says i'm trying to get you to tell me about you and you're doing the same to me yeah and that's my job she says they want to charm each other into going with their own plan instead of each other's plan so they're all like no you tell me about you no you tell me about you and then neither of them want to really Um, (laughs) and it's quite uh day three here we are now I don't know. I just know that it's Dexy's birthday and she yeah, she's give him some chocolates out of the shop. <laughs> How nice. Oh, it's like I used to work for Costco and I got a bottle of booze off the shelf for Christmas. <laughs> so obviously you go for the biggest one, don't you? Mm. Um, yeah, it's no, the next day. Costco. Well, no, no Costco, not Costco. Uh, uh, yeah, so the next day he's like, oh, I have to I have to go do something. It's important. And he's not in the shop and she's there fanning about with Zach who just seems to be carrying boxes constantly. That's all he does. Is just well, He does that and web design, because that comes up later. We don't know that yet. That's his secret Captain Planet skill later on. No, he showed her. He designed the web for Aunt Dee. Oh, oh, I must have blinked and missed that section. <laughs> and then he comes in and he's like, oh, I went to see Heather. Uh, we had a chat and I feel like a big weight's been lifted off my shoulders. And I'm like, okay, weird. But, you know, we're all growing. We're all learning as people. <laughs> he goes home to his log cabin, like, because he's a man, you know, he has to live in a log cabin with bearskin rugs, dominoes hewn from the earth themselves. And uh, these, um, sorry, Maggie's there with his dad playing dominoes because he's obsessed. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's your favourite cake. It's maple and fucking maple cake. So much diabetes. I said, how is everyone in this town not like really fat, naughty? Yeah. And just constantly like with an insulin pump on him constantly. <laughs> And she went, it's your birthday, you didn't tell us. And he's like, well, it's, it's my birthday. Because yeah. I don't like you, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Why would I tell you my birthday? And then they have a ah. they have a bit of a chat and it's like, Ugh. and then this is like, the, oh, we both sort of like each other now. Let's let's sort of work to a, com- a common goal, which we still haven't established what the common goal is, whether it is to keep it local, whether it is to go global. Is this the <clears> bit where she talks about her first venture as an investment banker? Or is that yes! Like- um, 
Uh, it was something I cared deeply about, uh, like a baby papoose, but for cats. And for dogs, like, for small dogs. The dogs, oh, right. And the name of it, so yeah, it's um, a baby sling, but for small dogs called Pup Slings. Pup Sling. <laughs> and the first 13 people laughed me out the door and the 14th said yes. And and then he's like, oh, I've seen Pup Slings. On wow, the you're, the, you're, the, you're the creative genius behind Pup Sling. And she's Pup. like, yeah. Fucking! And I, I did look it up, and they do exist. They're not called pupsling, but there are little harnesses you can put dogs in and carry them around. Well, they called dog harnesses, like dog papooses. I don't think there's a proprietary brand of them. There probably is. Have you but, seen um, the dog slings for the car, where it makes them sit up like human? You're not meant to do that because it's really bad for the backs. Apparently, yeah, it doesn't look good, but on their backs, but it does make them look cute. It looks adorable, but I don't want to give my dog spine compression, so... Oh, well, you're boring. I know! I, was, I want my animal to be happy. <laughs> more, more, yeah, take that pup sling. I'll see you in court. I'm just imagining you with a thumb in a pup sling, just one walking around them going... <laughs> Covered in hair. <laughs> Being put, him in an, put him in an Ikea bag, got the holes out for the legs, and just <laughs> scoot them along like that. Where are Besides, we um, I think the she's phoned Jonathan and said, "Can you send me some of Ella's pumpkin goodness so I can show, um, like I can show Dex what we're capable of?" The pies arrive and he's like, "These aren't." She's like, "We can sell them in the shop." He's like, "But these aren't local. Why would I want that?" And I, well, because what does this town have? A dark cafe, a candy shop, and a, a fucking load of trees with with yeah, holes it, in them. It's not a pie shop, though, is it? That's what I'm saying. You've no it's pie a sweet shop. shop. But pumpkin pies, once autumn's over, you're not going to want pumpkin pie after Thanksgiving, are you? All year round, mate. No. Pumpkin madness. You're not there I, in summer. Oh, I really fancy a pumpkin pie, are you? I don't, I don't think, think I've like, ever had I've a pumpkin never pie. had one. <laughs> they just don't appeal to me at all. I think mum made one when we were young and it oh, was awful God. and put me off. I think she oh. microwaved it out of one of those microwave know-how books that she had. <laughs> what are pumpkins? Are they a vegetable? They're a squash. They're a squash, yeah. Like button-up squash. That? <laughs> is that a vegetable? <laughs> it's a technically a, uh, a vegetable. It's a, it's a gourd. Yes. You can scoop the, uh, the pips out, roast them. They make a lovely, nutritious snack. They do. Um, I like the, pumpkin seeds on my salad. Yes. yes uh, the like flesh them. isn't, there's not a lot of flesh in it because it's very stringy, the interior. Or the ones yeah, you get at Halloween are anyway. But you can, you can haul the flesh out and it's like butternut squash. It has um like a slightly earthy, sweet texture to it. So do you have to put a lot of sugar with it in to make it a. Uh... I would put maple syrup in it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Unlabeled, unlabeled, found at the side of the road, maple syrup. (laughs) It could be a trucker's piss. It It could be maple syrup. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I know people who've had it and said it's great, but I think the one that mum made has put me off it, like fish pie. It's all that. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I love I can't fish even, pie. Can't even oh, smell fish pie now uh, that we've transported no. back to childhood. That weird white sauce she used to... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh. Isn't it just like lasagna sauce? Betchel? Oh, no, it it's got pasta in it. it pasta is like sauce. the worst herb. And Joe's dog, Gypsy, bless her, on fish pie night, she had five portions of fish uh, pie under the table. Uh, <laughs> trying to eat the potato off it in case it accidentally touched a bit of fish. Uh, uh, bad times. But I yeah, like fish pie. I, I just don't like Anyway, again, <laughs> this is not Indian Love Peninsula. Uh, are we at the farm now doing maple? Uh, uh, it's the middle of winter. It's autumn. But let's <laughs> let's show you how you can tap for maple syrup in the spring when the trees are ready. Like, we'll prepare you. Like, this is a test go with it. A uh, load of kids, again ADR kid noise on it was terrible. <laughs> and he's like, you put the spigot in, you put the thing on it, 
um, great. And she shows up and he's like, I've drilled all the holes in the trees. So literally, just go and put a tap in it and hang a bucket off it. We'll call that a day. Yeah, right. Salted. <laughs> <laughs> put it in a bottle, leave it by the side of the road, done. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it at your enemies. Uh... <laughs> and she shows up and he's like, oh, well, I'll show you. Like, do you know anything? Do you even know anything about maple syrup? <laughs> City girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've just looked at the wiki page and... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, well, that, and she's like, "Oh, well, you're supposed to put the uh, the, the the tap into the the side that gets the most sun. In which case, this would be the south." And I'm like, "What it east yeah, west sun, isn't it?" Yeah, but when you buy a house, you want to get a south facing garden for maximum sun sun exposure. Okay, I don't know, like, um. So anyway, and she's like, "But you've put this on the on the north side. I think you've got a compass in your, in your shoe." <laughs> You imbecile. Yeah. Uh, God, like, might as well just be a so... nurse. <laughs> yeah. A man nurse. A, a maple nurse. <laughs> maple nurse. <laughs> and he's like, look, it's not even like maple syrup season. This is just to show kids where maple syrup comes from. But then and they it's... make maple syrup taffy as well. That's much later on down the line. We've got all the, the kissing before that. <sighs> the deep mouth, open tongued kissing. Um. A lot of shit happens. They ended up like more notes from the ghost of Aunt D saying, oh, today you should try, what was that? I can't even fucking remember. It was like go- going on a, on, a, on a hayride together. And fuck off, you ghost. And fuck off, ghost. The <laughs> crown the hay king. Yes. And like they sort of start getting on. They agree to like, they, they again this thing seems like no one's making money in this town because it's make your own confections and we'll judge them contest yeah. and they give everything away for free yeah they How always I... do this in a hallmark though don't they yes nobody's uh, making any money or... maybe everyone just donates 50 quid at the start and that's like all in possibly you gotta charge tickets for your, your, your candy festival yeah that's true not so charitable, are you, MD? <laughs> do a kiss! Buy your own <laughs> Day four, do a deep throat. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> that might be day five. That's, that's a very different one. That's um. That's the night tagging I Mr. Darcy. <laughs> Salty autumn. Anyway. Oh, I've gone all pink. Now. I know! <laughs> Uh, there's a load of bollocks. Jonathan, for some reason, shows up um, and he says to Dex, he's like, oh, well, this is the plan we've got. The taffy stuff's definitely before Jonathan's. Is it? Oh, yeah, okay. because they're still friendly at this time because they do like a ghost reaction. Yeah. <laughs> How to roll taffy. So he, he Oh, the- that. He pours yeah. the taffy onto the the hot ice. taffy onto the ice, and then gives kids a stick and just says, "Roll it up." But when then she comes to join in, he has to help her in a ghost style yeah. arms around her, roll up a stick. And I'm like, I think she can do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, on her own, that, that little kid knew an awful lot about maple syrup as well. A little bit too much. I think okay. she's a, a spy from Big Syrup. <laughs> She's a maple nerd. A nerd. A nerd. Yeah. They've also at this point have they made their chocolate at this point with maple syrup? And oh, she, he, no. That's that she makes him um, yeah. chocolates uh, that are salted caramel because you're a bit sweet and a bit salty at times. What does that even fucking mean? <laughs> it's from that deep throat. <laughs> Stop it! Uh, I'll rele- but... relegate you back to last orders. <laughs> then they go. Um... 
they go off to the, his happy place and it's someone's backyard. It's like a campsite <laughs> thing. And they, oh, there's a house behind it. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> so bloody hell, it's him again. You know, Where him like, and once, used to go all the time. Once was fine, but... <laughs> now he's bringing other people. <laughs> this is not a lending library. Speaking of libraries, he goes... She calls him a closed book, and she goes, "If I'm a closed book, that makes you an epic choose-your-own-adventure book." Greatest line in the film. And then film. they stare at each other meaningfully after that deep stares. I put. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the metaphor of why she would be an epic choose-your-own-adventure book. I don't get the metaphor. Well. Because she's metaphor? all for adventure. She's left the small town and done things with. She's things. been all the way to Minnesota. Can you imagine? Yeah. She invented pup slings. Living a big city life. <laughs> also, choose your own adventure books are always bollocks anyway. You always kept your finger on the page that you'd chosen yeah. from. Because you'd invariably go like, walk through the door or eat a sandwich. I eat a sandwich. The sandwich is poisoned. You die. You know, I, meant, I meant the door. I meant the door. Yeah. So basically, she's, he's just saying, if I'm a closed book, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You've got nothing to offer society. No one likes you. Um, yeah. They, they make s'mores and have a smooch. They make s'mores. Uh, she met, She once made so many s'mores that uh, a bear attacks them. <laughs> but it was a raccoon. Was a raccoon. Uh, and they laugh, and then we get big wet mouth kissing near a fire. So no, no, first of all, though, they do this thing where they, they open up a candy and it's got... Um, it says something like, let go and the freedom will flow inside inside it. And How do they, they know to, these chocolates? Oh, I missed that one. And then they decide to make up their own... <laughs> Their own words of wisdom to put inside their candy. And she comes up with, your future starts today, not tomorrow. And then he goes, when in doubt, trust your instincts. And it reminded me, do you remember when he was in Bridal Wave? He yes. did that thing where he said, if the ring's too tight, <laughs> don't get married. <laughs> don't get married. And we were like, it sounds like it should rhyme. And it didn't. And it's like that, when in doubt. Trust Give it a clown. <laughs> Whip it out in this case. Whip it out. <laughs> anyway, so once they um, share their wisdom, say for some reason, trust your instincts leads to a kiss. Yeah, because she's like, I, I am attracted to you, but also the chocolate told me to do it. <laughs> the chocolate told me to live by Frida Fleur. Imagine getting lifestyle chip tips from a fucking box of Maltesers. Madness, isn't it? But now they're friends and now they do their cooking. They do their montage of candy. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate with maple syrup and a little hint of pumpkin spice. Yeah. It's hardly that inventive, is it? Well, they've got to get Ella's pumpkin nurse in there, aren't they? You know? Ella's there all day, dehydrating pumpkins for spice. <laughs> and then Jonathan turns I up. think pumpkin spice doesn't even taste of pumpkins. I think it's just cloves and cinnamon and, and stuff. It's just um, an autumnal taste. Yeah. You know? For white women's Instagram. It's not that nice. I had one um a pumpkin latte thingy and I was just like, it's too sweet. I don't like it. Hmm. I just like I coffee. Like I don't like sweet things much. I, I got very into matcha, some like cold yeah, cold matcha tea with um over like coconut milk. It's very nice. So is that because you forget about it on the side? You got to drink it cold. No, no, I make it. You put it, put ice in it. It's like a like a, a little bit of um, honey in there to make it a little bit sweet. I could put maple syrup in. <gasps> Good. I'm gonna check on the way to work tomorrow if someone's left me some. <laughs> On the gardens opposite my house, yeah, there's just a rat holding this. 
Well, it's better than the celebration tin of eggs. <laughs> that was a good day. Oh, the man eating custard out of a jug with a big wooden spoon. Was that not Ellie? No, no, she, no <laughs> I was going on from much. The man walking through Bolton with a jug, plastic jug and a spoon just eating custard oh, out of it. Oh, that's Bolton, isn't it? Great days. That's where the eggs were. Uh, <laughs> like four uh, days they were there, the eggs. Where are we on? Yeah, they made the thing, they're going to end this thing, and then Jonathan shows up, and he's like, yes. we've got the idea, we're going to um, market this across the world, aren't these in every town, and he's like... Everyone's auntie, yeah. auntie, I think at this point, hasn't Zach shown him, he's done a website and a label for the... Um, Mysterious maple syrup, yeah. Yeah, no, but the dad did maple syrup, the label, didn't he? That was it. Because it's just a load of dominoes and a tree. (laughs) (laughs) And he's done this thing, he says, it's available for pre orders. I'm like, who's pre ordering maple syrup? (laughs) Craig says a maple syrup shortage. But yes, does he have like five orders when they show him? Yeah, and the brother in law was like, oh, put me down for two crates. What are you going to do with two crates of maple syrup? I think he bathes in it. He's going to keep it for a year and then sell it as an antique. Well, apparently it is. Um, I'm reading about this in Canada. Like they have like reserves of maple syrup, and a tanker full of it went missing, and it's estimated to be at something like seven hundred thousand dollars, like the value of the syrup inside. Because yeah, they just like someone hijacked this thing. I'm like, where are you going to offload? You can't go into a pawn shop, can you? And be like, do you want to buy a fuckload of maple syrup, mate? Here's a bucket. You can sample it. Rubbing it on his gums. That's good, that. Um, the sister comes in, doesn't she? And she's like, you kissed him immediately. And she's like, yeah, I did. It was horrible. It's all sticky. <laughs> Just what auntie wanted. He had like that big light, you know, like when spit. Oh, no, no. It's all maple syrup. And the bees attacked. Like Candyman. That would have been better. That would have been better. Yeah, Jonathan shows up and he's like, um, the maple syrup market is worth over 500 million a year. <laughs> And Maggie goes, it is. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Maggie. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but that's not what we want. That's not what we agreed on. Like, we, we were going to do, like, slowly, slowly catchy monkey, weren't we? Uh, and Jonathan's like, nope. So he has to stomp off this dextrose. And she's like, now what do I do? And the next day he comes around and he's like, here's the thing. I want to sell you my half of the, the business because that's not what I want. I didn't think it was going to be this complicated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then they have the heart to heart about it all day. And she's like, has her let me explain. Yeah, but it's not even like a proper let me explain. I don't think he was ever really intending to sell. I think it was just a show of, yeah, Yeah, fucking Mary Queen. And yeah, they they go on like a a, a hayride, but it's just full of pumpkins, which sounds even worse because you can't even sit on them. Um, could if you break it, you you buy it, break it, you buy the pumpkin (laughs) seeds and all. Uh, and then they go to this fucking festival thing, and I don't they bloody They know. go back to the campsite thing. They go, oh. <laughs> yeah, they go, they go back like, to Purcell's back garden. So she figures out, I got really confused, because I don't understand where the music box came back into it, but she figures out from the letters that he's got the key to the music box, so she yeah. runs to try and find it. Oh, but, but yeah, this but key is like one it. of them that you had on your secret diary when you were a kid and you could it's... just literally pull the padlock off. You didn't need a key for it. No, it's yeah. literally a, a square blank you could pick yeah. up from any Timpsons. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah, like you said, jab a curly grip in there. It done it. And he's like, oh, no, I've lost the key on this campsite. Uh, and there's one guy in the back with the metal detector. It's my key now. That music box is mine. <laughs> and all the wisdom it contains. And they're like, no. 
Auntie always kept copies of everything because we mentioned that earlier on, didn't we? Were you paying attention? Yeah, the glasses thing. Yeah. <gasps> There's a framed poem in the office. Because she only knew one poem, did Auntie? <laughs> that and dirty limericks. That's all she did. Drunk on maple teenies. They rush in, they kick the door of the office open, <laughs> and then a ghost attacks them. No, and they go up the thing, and it's just hanging there. And I'm like, this is low, low, low speed excitement. This, this, this. <laughs> uh, they open it, and the it's got the bottom. has been replaced. <laughs> has it? The owl's been replaced, and it's a picture of Aunt D. <laughs> Because the poem's about an owl being wise yeah, or whatever, so, so she stuck a picture of herself on it like that. Hey, hey, <laughs> I didn't see that. Up. All I saw was them pick up Andy's name tag that was inside it. So, yeah, yeah, there was a and name tag the and then the... Oh, I, must, I was too excited at the name tag. I missed, <laughs> wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the background. What did she write on it? I just wrote the sly old bird. She wrote something like, if you two are reading this, then you means you found each other and I couldn't be happier with my sneaky sneak plans. Yeah. come true. Then Older May Brown comes in from Ghost and it's like, Sam, we? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then it's boring. They, they don't know how to end this film, so they just kind no. of like. Do it felt like that should have been the ending where they went, looked at each other and went, like that. But now we cut to some more of the festival. Jonathan's walking around eating all the chocolates and doing his best <laughs> face. Right. Um, there's a kid throwing bean bags at a ramp. I didn't know yeah. what that was about. It's a small town. Must be an American thing. It's the classic game of beanbag ramp. Chocolate number nine wins the uh, chocolate competition. Yes, which not has... even there. Competition, not even there. Cayenne pepper. That's not very exciting for a chocolate flavor. Oh, in Aunt D's room as well. They found her secret Willy Wonka style notebook. Oh yeah, of new ones. Oh, yeah. Icy mint, blueberry. <laughs> oh, with maple. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. So they've decided they are, that they will take some aspects of it nationwide and keep store locally. They're gonna they're gonna do a best of they're gonna compromise, aren't they? They're gonna yeah. do I think they're gonna do an online store um and have like ones in major cities, I think, but they never actually yeah. specifically specify this. Then they get bored, like this is shit, this festival. We didn't even win. <laughs> Jonathan at all the samples, that's why. Uh and they go over is that Anthony's motorbike? No, it's his motorbike because Aunt right. So right. Oh, I don't she know. reads another chocolate, very um, fortuitous chocolate. That Does it say the... get on the motorbike? <laughs> it says... <laughs> I know. I think she's lying. To be fair, she is I think lying, it doesn't yeah. say. It. She said it says. She says it says. Goodness, she said that it go. Oh my god, Benny, you say let the. Let the lady drive. Yeah. Let ah. the lady drive. And he goes, let me see that. So it makes me think like he's put on it, like, will you marry me or something? And she's just gone, nope, let the lady drive the motorbike. Doesn't. It just says deep throat question mark. <laughs> Cling to the uh, fringe. <laughs> no. You were talking about her hair before. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they get on the motorbike and they do the, they do the exact same lines that when they first met. Uh, she puts a helmet on over her fringe, which you don't need to do because that helmet could literally stop a fucking bison falling on you. Uh, hold on tight. Oh, I will, he says. And then he doesn't even go, and give him a cheeky squeeze. <laughs> and then they just drive off and the camera pans back up to a tree and then the film ends. Hooray! Thank fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, it was fun. There was lots of nice scenery in it, which I can distract myself with. But it was very generic. It's very run of the mill. Uh, so I'm going to give this two bronze bottles of found by the side of the road maple syrup that could be we. We don't know. <laughs> Gloopy we. Truckers Tango, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give it 
one pumpkin spice. Just one. <laughs> Just one pumpkin spice. Well, I thought you were um, going to say one pop sling. <laughs> one dog with a broken back. <laughs> That's the width of a man's hand. <laughs> I'll give it two and a half pumpkin pies. Ooh. So, my facts today. <laughs> um, it was written by a bloke called Tyler Stracel, I want to say. That's how I would phonetically read his name. Who's written for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Recs, and The Good Place. Ooh. And yet somehow he's written this shit as well. I mean, we've all got to make money, you know. That's true, yeah. So, Mickey DeLouch is Maggie, so she's the main character. And it seems that she's um, nearly been very famous, but not quite. Has either of you heard of her before? No, her face looked familiar, but I think it's mm. because she looked a bit like a lot of other people. Yeah, I'd never heard of her, but so she's been, she's a Hallmark favourite. Her most recent one in 2022 was Dying for Chocolate, a curious caterer mystery. <laughs> oh. She just oh. likes chocolate. Just holy smokes this calls for chocolate <laughs> the callback um, and imdb lists her nickname as nick makes sense does nikki peaches and sunshine and it has no reference anywhere on the internet why she's peaches uh, she keeps getting peaches. her ass out covering <laughs> <laughs> it in maple syrup james was um has a nickname of peaches like travel like follows him around so his surname is priest and so no relation to Peaches, but people like mishear it and then nickname and Peaches. Yeah, Priest Peach. Yeah, I can see that. So when I didn't know met in the RPA, everyone was calling him Peaches there. I think some were still calling him. Hmm. Yeah. And he gets his ass out a lot. And he gets his ass out all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Constant. So this is where she was kind of almost famous. So she was on the all-new Mickey Mouse Club in 1993 with, you know, like the really famous one where Ryan Reynolds is in it, Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So she was in that same crew. She dated JC from NSYNC, who was in um, in it. So she was with him for five years. And is mentioned with using her nickname Peaches in their first, in NSYNC's first album. No way! Yeah almost favorite so then she joined a band with britney spears called innocence um oh. sense being like a, you know like one of your five senses yeah 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 and was managed by justin timberlake's mum. it's very odd at this stage so she's um and they said that they misspelt innocence so they didn't sound like a bunch of innocent four-year-olds which is odd mm. um Britney then, obviously, as we know, famously went solo, and they went <laughs> would support her tours for a while, but they never did very well. As you can see with her. Um, so yeah, like so close to being quite famous, and then she married and had kids with Ryan Goodall, who was from a boy band called Take Five, who were minimally famous in America. Um, not to be confused with Five, which is what I went and looked at. Not to be confused <laughs> with, the, with the jazz standard Take Five as well. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <sighs> um, so yeah. That's Nikki. So she's actually quite interesting, but then whereas Britney Spears, Christina, the rest of them got quite famous, she just went into made She's the, 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 the... she really wanted to do that in the end. Yeah, the Kelly, well, the Kelly Rowland of the... Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess she avoided all the kind of drama with Britney Spears and Christina. I reckon they're still mates. Yeah, probably. You, you know, like once you once you're in in no sense, you know, <laughs> you're you're in for life, aren't you? Yeah, They've all got yeah. matching tattoos. Um <laughs> In of sense. just an egg with <laughs> sense written on it little sash i don't know i didn't know that no i mean she's not terrible in this but no, 
I guess it's I just like... I don't think she had the chemistry right with him, though. It, I don't know. It yeah. just feels like... I imagine for, for her, she does like six of these a year, and you just burn through them, don't you? You've got like two weeks yeah. to film them, and you... Right, next one. There's my check. Right, next one. What am I called in this one? What, what kind of store do I own? Yeah. <laughs> Right. I hope it's chocolate because I fucking love chocolate. Man. <laughs> um, so that's her, and then Dex. We, you know, I've already done the facts for him in the past. So if you want to listen to those facts, please go back and listen to the Bridal Wave um, facts for Andrew W. Walker. But he does have a little story about being on set. So I thought I'd read that to you. Gather um, round, children. I like these because they're always bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andrew showed Nikki's husband, Brian Goodall, from Take 5, around Winnipeg when he flew into downtown during production. I'm like, well, I actually got an extra ticket to the football game. It's Canadian football, but it's still pretty good, Andrew called. Cut to the second half of the game, I have, meaning Ryan, in a headlock. We're screaming at the game. It was an immediate connection. We oh, had a great, had this great, nice, great night. We ended up going to watch some more football, and the night, it never ended. We just kept, kept on wanting more. And in the next morning, Nikki called me. She's like, what did you do to my husband? His ass is bleeding. <laughs> He's all sticky. Wait, you went to, you went to one football match and thought, I need some more of this. I got him in a headlock. Yeah. You will love me. He could have been having a seizure behind it. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, dragging him from sporting appointment to sporting appointment. That's good. He made a friend. He made a friend. He tried hard with Brian Goodall from Take Five. Oh, I'm gonna have to look up Take Five now to see if he's uh, yeah. see what they see what they were about. See who had the interesting hair in that one. Yeah. I was really bored by this film, and I did have a quick Google of the most boring films listed. <laughs> so, do you want to guess what a NME said was the most boring film? Top ever. One most boring film. Oh, Twelve Monkeys because there's no bloody monkeys in it. No. Um, it's a famous one, like really famous. You'll know it. Everyone will know it. Titanic? Sexier. No, that's sexier Se- than Titanic. Oh, no, uh, more recent. The Shape of Water. Oh, no. That's quite sexy. Oh, you, even in, sexier. The one, the grey one. Yes, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's it. <laughs> I've never watched them. For, no, nah. I couldn't read the book. I read a page and I went, this writing is awful. So that was <laughs> it then. I never, I never bothered. No, I've never watched it, but apparently there's no chemistry between them at all. And the whole story is very boring. Um, even though it's got sex in it. Yeah, but the whole... Ties are isn't, isn't the, and chains and stuff. Yeah, but you don't, apparently you don't see now. And like, I don't know if you know this, but the internet exists. If you want to see that with bits and pieces going where they shouldn't be, then just Google that. There's also yeah. a thing on Netflix called How to Build a Sex Dungeon. Oh. Is that on real Netflix or internet? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on real Netflix. But it's like, why are you recommending me that? I don't know. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, it's, the book was written as like a, a fan fiction. The Twilight. Yeah. So, was it? I didn't know. Yeah. It was never going to be, you know, tremendously written, was it? I think because it was just a bit rude and a bit spicy and middle-aged women were like, yeah. It's supposed to be like the female fantasy, isn't it? Which I guess horns. What, being all fish. tied up and smacked about? Apparently. By a rich bloke. That's the important bit. <laughs> So, no, yeah. Yeah, so if, if a tramp comes up to you, you're like, no! No, unless he's got maple syrup. Oh, so many rules. I'm glad I'm not a woman. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Cat suits alone. Yeah. <laughs> Any more? Anyway, no, that's my fact. No? <laughs> Lovely stuff.
Minnie was just doing her little Disney bubbles then. Oh, it's so cute. Um, reviews were a bit samey. It was all, we love this. It's great. It's just what Hallmark does. And the, the rest were all like, oh, it, the chemistry, it doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. So I digressed and I found from Black Talon in January 2021, gave it a 10 out of 10 and that titles it, what was the quote? So she had the words to the owl poem. I would like to know the complete quote. I liked it. <laughs> oh mate! You just freeze the screen. You can read it. Or just you know, Google it. That was 2021. But in October 2021, Mermaid Max responded, gave it an eight out of ten, and titled "The Owl Quote." <laughs> she doesn't go into it straight away. Beautiful scenery. I didn't focus too much on Nikki's hair. <laughs> Typical in some ways, very different in other ways. I feel like she has given this hair focus. <laughs> yeah, she's spent two lines talking about it <laughs> when you could just not have. Another reviewer asked about the owl poem, so here it is. <laughs> A wise old owl lived in an oak. The more he saw, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard. Now wasn't he a wise old bird? Unless he spoke. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. 3.10472. But um, me jewel, he didn't do one. Oh, me usual the, people hadn't none watched of the classics. This, so, outrageous. Yeah. So I went for those two because the rest were all boring. That's fine. In conclusion. Just like the film. Yeah. In conclusion, that was 2020's Autumn. Sweet love, Autumn. Sweet Autumn Love Times. Uh, fucking God knows. Um, I missed the cue to say my favourite line from the from the film. I haven't. I was just about to do it. I know, but I mean, I didn't. I didn't say it. Oh well, thing. do it now. I'll do it right take, now. Take us to the bridge. So the during the will reading section, she um, says, "No tears from you to the sister," and then says, "A smile is a curve that sets things straight." <laughs> oh. <laughs> A smile with a curve that can set things straight. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Count the wrinkles on the older sister's face.